And good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everybody. Welcome to yet another quarantined episode of the Camera Molly Show. With me is Ming Chen. What's up, everybody? And I'm Camera Molly. So, um, I'd like to take a moment to just um, a little bit of somber news in the sports world. I don't know if you've heard, but NHL player Colby Cave um, uh, passed away. Edmonton Oilers. Uh, young. He was young, 25. Yeah. A young guy. He, um, I forgot what he died from, but it was something with like brain bleeding. Yeah, in an emergency. Which, um, which, you know, when you hear something like that, there's just. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't have a ton of details. I don't know if it was related to hockey. I don't know if it was something outside of hockey, but um, uh, yeah, he put he got put in a medically induced coma, and then uh, yeah, and then they had he passed away. So, um, yeah, never never a good thing. I think this happened yesterday, right? Um, yeah, yesterday, the day before, um, I've just lost track of time at this point. I, uh, yeah, me too. What have you been, what have you been up to? I know you're still, you're still taking classes. You're still in school. Um, oh, yeah, I got my report card back. Uh, oh, how'd it go? 3.9. Nice. 3.9 GPA. Nice. And, uh, according to some random calculate. Yeah. Well, I mean, at least a random and calculator. you know you can trust random calculators on the internet. Of course. Yes, of course you can. <laughs> That's great. And uh, I mean, it does. I don't think they've called it yet, but uh, doesn't not likely that you'll be going back physically to school. Oh, I know I'm not going to be back there physically. Which stinks because that's uh, the place you go to is really cool. But um, uh, yeah, sounds like uh, I mean, it sounds like your spirits are up though. Sounds like you're oh, yeah. having fun. Uh, how how uh, outside of school? How you how have you been keeping yourself occupied? Um, and are you surviving in a world without sports? Um, world without sports, it's tough, but, um, I mean, the MCHL is still going on strong. I'm okay. still, I'm, I'm still kind of calling games there. The Pixelmon thing just had a tournament there. I've had, which is, I've had a great time. It went really well. Okay. Pokemon Minecraft. Are you still, are you still, are you still doing that? Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Oh uh, yeah. I'm still doing that. Um, I've got some prospects in my team that I'm going to be training up for the next tournament in a couple weeks. Okay. No, I called a Charmander. That's now a Charizard. All right, you've grown into a Charizard. You've, uh... Yeah, I grew it into a Charizard. Um, I've got a Garchomp now, which, uh, if you don't know, that thing is uh, it's pretty good. Yeah. Um, have you have you taken on any kind of alternative sports entertainment to keep yourself occupied? MCHL. Okay, that's definitely yeah, that, that the definitely MCHL. Counts. Definitely. All right, because I've gotten very heavy into marble racing. Are you familiar with marble racing? Did we talk about um, marble racing? I've, I've seen it. Okay, there's a I've whole. I've seen it and it looks awesome. <laughs> there's a whole hardcore league. It's called Marbula One, and oh my god! And there are commentators. There's like 4K. Uh, you know, they shoot this thing in 4K. I think wow. I don't know if I'm if you're able to catch this live anywhere. I've been watching it all on YouTube. But it's like uh, to me, I don't. I, I I can't imagine you're into NASCAR. I'm not into NASCAR, but I I won't make. Actually, I, I have made fun of NASCAR. Oh sure, plenty of times. sure, sure. <laughs> like I, I have made fun of it, but I mean, I've got I've got nothing. I've got nothing against it. Yeah, I I just uh, with. Um, you know, no offense against NASCAR, but with more exciting sports to watch, with more going on than guys driving. Like. Hey, hey, I can just just imagine yourself like in like in a camper in the middle of sure. a NASCAR race. Sure. That would be fun with a big cooler. Yes, 
and then just sitting there in like a lawn chair with with your friends with some like 80s hair metal playing on your on your boombox that sounds awesome but with nascar just going around like you're in the middle like on the field sure just imagine that i that would be awesome however if i'm either in the stands or at home watching a bunch of cars turning left for whatever 500 laps or whatever not doesn't sound as exciting as say playoff hockey or playoff hockey or the alcs or um you know like or uh, an nfl playoff game or even or an nba playoff game (laughs) or yeah i mean you know what though i mean i've never sat through a whole nascar race so i won't knock it fully but i'm just saying in comparison um but watching these marble races I I say it's more fun than watching NASCAR. I don't know. <laughs> uh, um, my they, I have a friend of mine, uh, Link. Um, he would uh, he he would come at you about that. He'd come at you strong. I, about hey, if, that, if about he wants to, take. if he wants to come in and mar- argue marble racing versus NASCAR, I'm all up for it for sure. For absolutely. <laughs> oh, dude, he is like he is from Tennessee. He uh, is okay. like, like, yeah, he lives in like. He lives in the Bible Belt, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's like... But these these marble tracks, there are like built ones, you know, that they make them out of plastic or whatever. Uh, there are ones, the and then there are dirt dirt tracks where they run it down a <laughs> yeah, hill. Yeah, the dirt tracks. I've seen them on Twitter. Yeah, and all the marbles have have names like like orange juice and like uh, you know they all have clever OJ. names. <laughs> OJ. Yeah, OJ. Yeah, the OJ is good. Yeah, OJ is like a champion marble, man. Yes. <laughs> OJ is totally a champion Marvel racer, uh, so I, it, it's been pretty exciting. I mean, I in a world where there's nothing else going on, I suggest anybody listening or watching out there to uh, to definitely check it out. My question was, uh, yeah, I got I got a can full of marbles somewhere. How do we get involved in this? How do we, can we get sponsorship? I, can we like do we wear uniforms? I mean, I have some old marble run, like you know. But uh, you you have kids, so I, do. I assume you've got you've bought those uh, you've reluctantly bought those uh, plastic marble run. Oh yeah, sure. And those I, marble run sets. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. And some of the yeah some of the more Marbula One tracks are like that. They go um, they go in a large lap, and then there's like an elevator that takes them back to the beginning, and then they get dropped dropped off again. It's pretty awesome. But the first thing I I thought of when I heard like professional like marble racing yes. was how do you think they dope the marbles? Well, how, how do you think they I, do you know that? What? I was thinking that too. So uh, I, I much like, like bowl- what are the regular is it like Pinewood Derby where oh sure you can't yeah the, the, there's got to be uh, uniformity and com- you know competitive fair play and yeah you can't juice the marbles. <laughs> but I I think much like um you know like bowling. Um, they can fill the middle of a bowling ball with liquid, I think. Like, that's how they sheet in bowling. You put liquid in it, so it... it... And honestly, the, the way to make bowling easier would be to make it lighter. Right. Whenever I bowl... <laughs> I remember when I went to something for my mom's work. I remember I must have bowled, like, two, three games. Which, if you ever go bowling... Just bowl for maybe one game. Never bowl for multiple games. Why is that? Do you get my arm, my forearm, this hurt badly. I remember I was sitting there in bed like, 
Oh, well, yeah, I, like yeah. at school, at school the next day, I couldn't even lift up a pencil. I'm like, <laughs> that. Uh, yeah, you don't have a, you don't have your own personal training staff. You don't have like that ice machine, and um, you're, you're not like a pitcher like dipping your elbow in ice. <laughs> yeah. I, I think I have Biofreeze. No, oh yeah, I, I have Biofreeze back there that does the trick. Nice, nice. I have yeah. Biofreeze and a leave. All right, that's all you need. So that's all a champion needs is uh, oh, just, yeah. just rub some dirt on it. You'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I'm i sure there are a way to juice the marbles. Cut, I, I, did, I thought about that, too, though. I was like, wait, what if you put like, you know, like a fill like a little lead weight in the middle or something? And because um, you don't want the marble too light. a microscopic. The, the the mark like a microscope actually more weight on the marble yeah because it's going down isn't right. it yeah it is yeah it's it's, it's, it's going down but, yeah, yeah if it's going down then weight would actually be good for it because right. it's making it go down faster exactly uh, if I have my physics like, right. <laughs> I've been taking a physics class in a long time I think that's how it works I haven't even taken physics yet oh okay but I know more weight in something but I remember I actually found this out um. Actually, at school, like years ago, because every year, um, my math and chemistry teacher, um, who's now my math and chemistry teacher, he was always my math teacher, um, we uh, do this uh, tradition every year. We're in STEAM, or to most people, um, yes. STEM. Right. We would um, we would make paper rockets, and <laughs> our teacher has this has this air pump thing. I actually was there for him when he built it. Okay. And um, funnily enough, um, I, I did this for years. It was a tradition. Um, I found out that if you put rocks at the top. Right. Well, a big problem that a lot of people had, which was a rookie mistake. Is. Um, <laughs> when you shot off the, the thing because it was a bunch of air pressurized. Right. And then it would release when you press the button, it would go poof, and then the, the small rocket would go up in the air like, um, a, a problem that a lot of people ran into myself included again, rookie mistake. Um, they would actually uh, blow the top off of their rockets. <laughs> and then we found out that, um, if you put rocks at the top, right. It's like a shotgun. So we, show. Just scavenged, we just scavenged the yard for little rocks like all right i'm putting this at the, at the top of the like we'd load it like it's a musket right yeah 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 it's, it's like, like put it there like and then put some scotch tape over there <laughs> no go out there i tell you those things they'd go into orbit <laughs> That's... Am I in the orbit? I mean, thirty feet. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's not good. that's not bad for a paper rocket. <laughs> oh, like grabbing... did it every year again. Every year from when I was um, like ten to fourteen. Right. Every year, it was always around the springtime too. It was around this time actually. I, I um, we stopped. Unfortunately, we stopped doing it in uh, high school. But um, but knowing him, he probably would have figured out a way to guess out. Oh yeah, I uh, I gotta see if there's any of this evidence of this on YouTube somewhere. Sounds awesome. Um, I don't know if it's anywhere on YouTube. I remember when I was <laughs> a funny story when I was in fourth grade. Um, we took an aeronautics. It was an aeronautics elective where yeah. we made where we made rockets out of out of two liter bottles. <laughs> and then one time when they were testing out the launcher. 
I, being the unlucky bastard that I am, um, ironically enough, I'm Irish. So um, I walked in front of it, shot the two-liter bottle like 50 miles an hour. It hits me square in the nuts. Oh. <laughs> it had to hit you there. Yeah. It was it perfectly timed. There. And did anyone capture this on any kind of recording device? Unfortunately, no. That would have, uh, I mean, you know, talk about viral videos, man. <laughs> I uh, I would have watched Oh, that. dude, it would have been hilarious. Ten-year-old kid getting getting hit there by a bunch of... Two-liter bottle? Two-liter bottle rockets. <laughs> That's, oh, man, I would, yeah. All right, too bad no one was rolling on that. That uh, <laughs> I um, I'm even I'm, though we have iPads. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm digging your shirt. By the way, it's a 1985 Nintendo Entertainment System. And uh, hang on, oh here. yeah, I um, oh, it looks yeah. straight out of 1985. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh God, what's he pulling out? Oh, what up? I um, oh nice. I got oh, the classic the, the NES NES classic. I do. I have uh, a classic dope. here with I, me. I have one of those for the Super Nintendo. Yeah, and um, I I managed to hack it. I just I did put the real Mike Tyson's punch out on it. <laughs> oh, sweet! Yeah, so you can. It was really easy too for anybody who has one of these. You can load it up with uh, as many games as you want. So there's a there's a program out there called Hack Hack Chi, and uh, yeah, you just plug in the Nintendo and just load uh, just load up games on it. So. Because we were playing Punch Out a couple weeks ago, but it was the one with Mister Dream. Um, so, <laughs> uh, yeah. so yeah, I had to give a right. shout out. I had to give a shout out to. You, no, sir, no, like sir. I remember beating Mister Dream. I technically have beaten Punch Out. Yes. But, yeah, I, like, just, I technically have beaten it, but I beat Mister Dream. That's right. like. So like I didn't like I won, but I didn't beat it. Like right. I beat it, but I didn't beat it. Right. Uh, speaking of fighting games, uh, do you, so that's boxing. Do you play any of the, you play Street Fighter, you ever play Mortal Kombat? Um, I, I suck at those games. Virtual Fighter? But, I mean, I'm average at Smash Brothers. Okay, I am Smash, not good Smash, at fighting games. Smash definitely counts. Smash definitely counts as a fighting game. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, Smash, uh, don't get me wrong, it's, in my opinion, best, uh, fighting game franchise of all time. I, but even though, and then the Street Fighters and Mortal Kombat to the world, that's saying a lot. Right. Um, but you can't get four people at one time on those. I think that really gives it a big <laughs> edge as well. Plus, like... The, okay, some, okay, okay. on Smash, now you can have eight at once? Yes. That's insane. Which, I remember when it th- I went to the midnight release of uh, Smash for Wii U. Um, shout out to my dad, Dad of the Year, yes. 2014. Yes. <laughs> shout out to uh, Joe Williams. We played um, eight-player Smash. Right. And this was like at 1030, an hour and a half before the game officially released. So I was there, 10-year-old Cameron, having a grand <laughs> old time with a bunch of college kids. Just um, guzzled on Taco Bell. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> Taco Bell, a little Blue Mountain Dew. Yeah, you're set. You're set oh, for yeah, the midnight bro, release. Baja Blast. <laughs> <laughs> I was in there. We were playing on um, Bridge of Elden. I was playing as Little Mac. Yes. Because um, he was the character I was most excited for because Punch Out, underrated. Yes. <laughs> there was this guy on. And you know, Bridge of Elden, flat ass map. Right. Right. Uh, I hate like, the side scrolling maps, but yeah. Straight bridge. Right. Um, there was this, 
there was this guy that was playing as Robin, and he was just sitting there spamming his laser. And whenever he'd charge up, I like I was sitting there, you know, just like me, two feet shorter than everyone else. And then, and then I was like, jump! <laughs> Those guys were really cool. They were uh, cool. Yeah. Um, I, I brought all that up. Uh, I, I don't imagine. You watch UFC at all? Are you a UFC fan? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure you'll tune in if it's the on somewhere. The only fighting sport I'd legitimately be interested in is boxing. Okay. The only professional fight I ever watched, if you could call it a professional fight, right. it was uh, Mayweather McGregor. Oh, okay. That, that was the only fight I watched. It's a good fight. And even then, the fight was kind of eh. Yeah. The... Um, so I don't know if you read uh, Dana White, who runs the UFC. Uh, I think UFC like two two forty six is coming up, and he was helping on making it happen, no matter what. <laughs> and uh, I think he, uh, it, he he was prepared to buy his own island, and fly all the fighters out there, and do it there. I mean, and I don't know if you've ever seen the the Mortal Kombat sure. the movie. But that's exactly oh, the plot of Combat the movie, except, no, you know, no, without... No. And and if you go out, a lot of people are wearing masks, so they do look like Scorpion in Sub-Zero. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, everyone, you know, we're, everyone, we're all laughing. We're like, wow, he did it, man. He made his own Mortal Kombat. He finally did it. Somebody did it. <laughs> it's a Mortal Kombat. Like real Mortal Kombat where, you know, it's just the fighters coming to a mysterious island in the middle of nowhere to fight until one remains more or less i that i i you know I, mortal I, combat it's mortal combat mixed with uh fortnite right mortal combat isolation mortal combat quarantine like you could call this anything mortal yeah mortal combat social distancing i don't know yeah mortal combat isolation <laughs> i think is a good one though <laughs> and uh i thought i was like man he he almost did it but uh he got Shut down by ESPN. ESPN was like, "Dude, you can't. We're not gonna. We're not gonna endorse this. We're not gonna help you televise this." Is like, you know what? Just postpone it. He, I like. I, I like his attitude though, and I like you know his attitude that we hear a lot in sports. Yeah. Where you know what? Don't let anything stop you. No matter what. Yeah. No matter how how bad the odds look. No matter who tells you no. No matter what logic says. No matter what logic or safety or public safety says. <laughs> that you, uh, yeah, that don't let, don't, you know, that don't let anything stop you. And uh, I think, I think that's the last hope, though. I think, uh, I think buying his own island was probably the, the, the only thing he could have done. And, uh, you know, he can't televise it by himself. So, yeah. So probably no UFC. T- I mean... <laughs> I thought this was America. <laughs> right. I'm just you, thinking about that South Park scene. Just like Dana White being like, I'm sorry. I thought this was America. Right. I, uh, yeah, what happened to, uh, if you put your mind to it, you can accomplish anything. <laughs> yeah. Um, speaking of putting your mind to stuff. Yes. Um, uh, I decided to pick a movie series to binge. Oh, nice. What do you, which um, one? What are you on right Rocky. now? Rocky. Like oh, I've been, I'm binging the Rocky series right now. Okay, so you started. I've with the watched first? every single. I've watched every single movie up to Creed. Okay, skipping Rocky Five. Okay, that's all right. I, 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 that's yeah. I can't. I won't blame you for that. So, so you're but still, Rocky Five. I'm telling you, um, you're fine. I think like, you're fine with Rocky. I, five. I haven't watched some of these movies since I was six. Sure. So, like I remember watching on. Um, 
Uh, Rocky one. I, I remember I did rewatch yeah, that great um, movie. like a year ago with my dad. Um, um, Rocky two less boring than I remember. Oh, right. Uh-huh. Yeah. Rocky two is great. But then I think Rocky three and four are the two. Okay, I Rocky really Rocky two. Um, so let's go back to there. Um, yeah. Rocky two, um, is kind of a slog. It's kind of like, nah, nah, nah. it's not bad. Every single scene, um, like every except for the scenes with Apollo in them, um, because every single scene with Apollo in it in Rocky Two is straight up gold. Right. Oh um, yeah, Carl Weathers. Every every other scene without Apollo in it, up to the point where Adrian wakes up from her coma. Yes. Is kind of depressing, if I'm being honest. It's just like. Like Rocky's looking for a job, and he's like, "No, man, I want to work in an office." You know what I'm saying? I want to make money sitting down, like you know. I'm like, you know, I don't want to get beat up. You know what I'm saying, Adrian? That's pretty good. Um, but anyway, um, the last half hour from that movie up to the point when. Like when Adrian wakes up and she says, win, win. That's when the movie yeah, just kicks into overdrive. And that becomes awesome. Like the training montage, Rocky running with the kids. Yep. Yeah. Oh, man, that's a great scene. Up under the, yeah, up under the steps of the uh, the Philadelphia, whatever, the public Art library museum. or whatever, or the, or the, the museum. museum. Yeah. That's, a, I mean, that's an iconic scene. So much that they built a statue out of it. So. Oh, uh, yeah. And uh, the fight, the fight is great. And, oh, uh, dude, the fight from Rocky too. I mean, every single fight in a Rocky movie is good. Yeah, and you know, spoiler alert: what Rocky wins in Rocky too, but only by the smallest of margins. <laughs> yeah, like Barely. by a second, he was just. No matter what, that scene always gives me a heart attack. Oh yeah, yeah you know, even what? though I know how it ends. Yeah, I'm just sitting there like, ah, 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 no, get up, stick, get down. Yeah, that's how well that's how well that shot. And um, well, I um. Uh, I I mean not to digress. There are a lot of sports movies like that where we know how it ends. We oh um, yeah, uh, you know like Miracle. That's a good one where you know how oh, it ends, but you're still on the edge of your seat. Longest ten minutes. Not when when Mike Ruzzi only scored. There was ten minutes left. Yes. Jesus Christ. Could you think of a longer ten minutes of your I, life? I cannot. No, because it was um, it was sticking with Rocky metaphors. Um, it was like Drago in like in the first round, he was just like beating up on him, and that was like the Soviets going at Jim Craig because I I didn't watch a lot of film, but after watching the movie and hearing um, uh, words from people who watched it, um, it was just nonstop Soviet pressure. Oh yeah, it was just like shot after shot after shot on Jim Craig. It was it was like a devil's game, <laughs> except worse. Except yeah, like, you it, know, like, uh, they they couldn't get the puck out of their zone. They couldn't break out. It was just Jim Craig standing on his head. Right, and if you remember, wa- this was back in the day before goalies actually learned how to how to goaltend. Like, this was when like the stand up style, you know, yeah. Yes, stands like five feet out of your crease. Right, and hopefully like, you just block the shot. Like, like yeah, before yeah. Butterfly was even a thing. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and if you look at the goalies from back then, they look tiny. 
they're tiny. They don't fill up the net with like big, huge pads. Like, uh, oh yeah, like John Sebastian Jaguar. That's that's how he won the uh, the Smythe. Yeah, or freaking Lundqvist with those his big gear pads. made him look like the juggernaut. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So you really you had to be athletic back then, uh, way more athletic in my opinion back then. Um, I mean that's why they scored so much as well. Like the eighties oh, yeah. was like it was it was dubbed the goal scoring era because right. everybody scored so many goddamn goals. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Anyways, um, so yeah, back that, to my whole yeah, Rocky, Rocky retrospective. Yes, um, Rocky three, um, another fantastic movie. Like the Eye of the Tiger montage. Holy! Oh yeah. Shit. It's great, and uh, yeah, it, it's it's fun seeing Rocky and Apollo be friends. Um, it's the yeah, the training montages are gold. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, Mr. T, um, Clubber Lang is oh, awesome. Mr. T, he, he just, that was him, how he that was how he got started. Yeah, yeah, just him running his mouth. I love it. I love. It. He's a guy you love to hate, man. Oh yeah. Although an interesting aspect about that movie. Um, you know, um, like training before the first fight. You know how Rocky was oh, really taking seriously. Yeah, he was like Apollo in the first Rocky. Right. He was just kind of like, okay, it's just gonna be one last fight. I'm gonna make it a big show. It'll be great PR. And then, like you know, he, he rented out that hotel room, that convention center. Yep. So everybody can see him training, and then he was just. And then Mick was all pissed off at him, like, "What the hell are you doing, kid? Let's go train for real." This guy, this guy's gonna kill you. You're scared. And and then um and then uh, it was clever on the other end. He was actually like grinding in his like in his old gym. He was he was actually working hard. He was Rocky. Yes. And that's scenario, he was Rocky. Yeah, Which is a pretty weird way to look at it. I, yeah, the roles were reversed. He he, uh, he had the, the he had the fire though, man. The motivation. He hated yeah. Rocky. He wanted to beat him to a pulp, and he did. <laughs> it's good to see the comeback, though. Yeah, that one. Yeah, I. Uh, yeah, that, oh, dude, that that scene on the beach with Rocky and Apollo hugging each other. I don't care what yeah, anybody says. That the is water. the manliest thing ever. <laughs> like, can you think of a manlier scene in a movie than that? I agree. So I don't know if you know this or not, but uh, there's an episode of Comic Book Men. Where me and fellow comic man Mike Zapsick, uh, we do a zombie run through the hills of Pennsylvania, and he's he's he was kind of out of shape, so I tr- I helped train him, and uh, we did a Rocky Three montage. I'll have to send it to him. We did. Oh we, my god! We tried to replicate it as much as we can, as much as we could, that Rocky Three training montage, and we finished the race too. <laughs> just for anybody, you know, spoiler alert for anybody wondering, we finished that zombie race. But I had to train him just like Apollo and Rocky <laughs> did. And and while we were shooting that, I had I had a lot of fun. Oh yeah, oh, it must have been great. That was good. And then you went so Rocky Three, uh, the rope a dope technique. The let him beat on you until he tires himself out, and then go after um, him. Yeah. But dude, that that was a cool scene, you know, Like, I think it was after the second round. It was like after Rocky, like you know, he got his he got his ass kicked. Yeah. And then he was in the corner. Paul's like, "What the hell are you doing?" He's like, "Rocky's like, he's getting tired. No, it's strategy, Paulo. I know I'm doing strategy, man. He's getting tired." He had the uh, the stars and stripes uh, uh, boxing trunks. 
Oh yeah, Paul like a lot of great like iconic scenes in that movie. Oh yeah, dude, Rocky Three is great. And then we um we go on to uh, Rocky Four. Yeah, so Rocky Three was man versus man. Rocky Four, country versus was, country. Yeah, Rocky Four was. You, you know what how I feel about Rocky Four, man. <laughs> it's my favorite movie ever, man. I will anytime if Rocky Four is on TV or oh, yeah, you gotta watch it. it on demand. I'll just be like, "Yep, I know what I'm doing." You gotta watch it. All the I, I had a friend over one night, and I was scrolling through Netflix because this was back when the Rocky movies were on Netflix. I was sitting there with my friend. I'm like, oh, what do you want to watch? And I was like listening to recommend. I was waiting to get a recommendation from him. And then I saw Rocky Four, and I'm like, That's nope. It. That's it. Game, set, match. I know what we're doing. That's right. That's right. And, uh, yeah, that, that movie's got it all, man. It's got Tragic Death. It's got James Brown oh, soundtrack. Dude. Oh, yeah, James Brown, yeah. Country versus Country. It's got steroids. It's got... <laughs> Uh, it's got the training montage again. 1985. That's right. 1985. That's right. I, I'm with you, man. One of the great, one of the great, not not only one of the greatest sports movies ever. It's one of the greatest movies no, ever. No, the greatest sports movie ever. The greatest sports movie. Period. The greatest sports movie. <laughs> that and uh, you know countries battling it. It it was like USA. Well, okay. Not only was it the best sports movie, but okay. it was also the best Cold War movie. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah yeah yeah. Think about it. You know why they made that movie. Sure. They didn't make that movie for because it was good for the plot. Right. They could have thrown any other any other guy. If they did it for the plot, they would have had Apollo challenge Rocky for the title. Sure. Because remember, they hinted at that a lot. Right. In Rocky 3 and they Rocky did. Even 4. right up to the, at the last scene where, uh, yeah. <laughs> ding, ding. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. With the handshake, and the oh uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, but that yeah, the stakes were higher this time, man. It's your whole country, the whole country, uh, the stake <laughs> of the stake of the country is behind in, him. And then in um, fifteen rounds, um, Rocky effectively uh, he doesn't um, uh, just take down the Berlin Wall; he blows it up. He does. Yeah, and then uh, <laughs> he, and he the, just he just blows up the Berlin Wall, just ends communism. Yeah. And then, if that weren't enough, we get the whole speech at the end. So if uh, I can, yeah. if I can change, you, you can change. change. Everybody can Maybe change. We can all change. It's 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 a statement that all countries should follow from uh, yeah, from definitely. that point forward. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, yeah. Skipping Rocky Five. Uh, yeah, you're not missing much. I don't. Oh um, uh, yeah, it's just, it's just, I know the I know the basics. I know that he goes broke and uh, that's how he loses his money. Right. And, uh, yada, yada, um, so, yada, yada, did you watch uh, Rocky Balboa some... afterwards? Then, oh yeah, I watched. Um, then I went to Rocky Balboa, which um, I remember is like when I I watched it when I was like seven or something like that. Yeah. My God, didn't pay much attention to it. Um, I just thought it was bad. And then um, I started seeing people talk about it on the internet. And I watched some clips from it. And I'm like, huh, this this doesn't look doesn't look bad. And then I end up watching it. Holy shit! That was great. It's a great movie. No, I, I, I'm like I'm watching this. I'm sitting there. I'm like, why? I'll see. The worst part about that movie was that Max Kellerman was in it. 
All right, good. That's a uh, but, good assessment. I don't know how he slittered his way into that. Uh, I guess they owed him something. Who knows? <laughs> um, Rocky Balboa, a lot of emotional scenes in it. Right. Like that speech when he they gives his kids life ain't about how hard you can hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. It's like, I, I live by that, man. Right. Like, how, how do you think I got my, my big GPA? Uh, you never gave up. You fought. Yeah. You fought when and you I just kept taking the hits. <laughs> that, that's how you do it. You just take the hits. Right. Um, but yeah, worthy, uh, worthy. Um, well, what we thought was the end, but then, and then um, Creed. Then we got Creed. I got up to the first Creed, but yeah. I have watched Creed two, so I guess I'll, I guess I'll talk about both because Creed two is fresh enough in my mind. Yeah, for sure. Um, pretty much Creed, <laughs> great, just great. I I love how they shot the boxing scenes. Where it looked oh, like yeah. a continual not shot, a lot of it, and then not the a lot camera. Cuts. No, yeah, not like the, the opposite of the Marvel movies. It was just like there's no cuts. It's just they're like five minute shots, right? And I'm just watching this, like, oh, are you kidding me? How do they? How do they get this shot to stay <laughs> this long? Little, little, little camera trickery, little Hollywood magic, but it looked, it looked like you've made. You've made cameos in Jay and Silent Bob movies, right? Uh, I have, yes. I'm uh, I'm in the um, most recent one. Yeah, like the, and you and the scenes I watched, you've only been in like maybe a minute, right? If that, yeah, you know, thirty seconds. Like that, how long does it take? How many? How many takes? I, I something like That's that, a, like easily, even though it's just a couple seconds, like easily takes like a, a whole day, just lighting, setting it all up. So to yeah. shoot a imagine fight like that, I can't imagine. Those takes where they have to get everything right, all the physical movements, all the fast. Because like, you know that it's not like they're punching in slow motion. And you can tell they're not editing it. Right. They're actually punching at full speed and fast. Yeah, it looks like it for sure. But they've got to nail all these like, straight shots, just no cut, no BS, just straight up shots for five minutes doing perfect physical movement right because they did as far as i know they didn't use stunt doubles well in my opinion i don't think you have to use stunt doubles for a boxing movie right but uh, i like to say hey man just go in there the shovel punch now bam yeah it was oh yeah uh, it, it looked great it looked um i mean i felt like it was in the ring it was but um Definitely, uh, I think there are some video game influences for sure, and some of the, the angles and the way it was shot it was is, is what it reminded me of. And um, yeah, it, it, it was it was great, great, great to see Stallone back. And um, he wasn't the fact that he wasn't nominated for best supporting actor yeah. for Rocky and Creed, right? And I say a lot of Oscar snubs a lot, but I say them like kind of half jokingly, right? I'm serious, man. He should have been up for for something. And I know um, for some other big um, uh, award show, he actually did win Best Supporting Actor for yeah. Uh, Creed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Creed 2. We see um, we Creed 2. See, see Ivan uh, Drago again, man. The sequel to Rocky 4. Yes. I remember when I watched the trailer for that, you know, with all the, like, the Kendrick Lamar remix in the background, yeah. just like... But everything just so crazy. I remember seeing um, and then like the end of the trailer, just like the guy in the red robes, like you don't know who he's fighting. And then it turns around to see Drago. Yeah, I remember that made 
14 year old me uh, squeal i was like oh! that's awesome <laughs> it's like oh my god it was insane just watching that trial i'm like oh my god like I just know that Dolph Lundgren's gonna be in it. He has to be in it. Yeah, for sure. It's his kid. Yeah. And then he was in it, and and in Rocky Four, um, Drago wasn't really a character. <laughs> he was just kind of he was the embodiment of Russia. That was yes. what he was. Oh, yeah, he was for supposed sure. to be like he was supposed to be the um he was supposed to be the physical manifestation of communism. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, you're and, yeah, you're um, right. Uh, yeah, strong. Um, steroids, cold, he cheats. Cold. Yeah, for sure. He's rude. <laughs> Killed Apollo Creed. Right. Just and uh, and the enemy. He was the the physical yeah, the enemy. embodiment of the enemy. Which in the mid 1980s, <laughs> yeah, Russia was the enemy. Yeah. So I loved how Creed 2 gave him a little, uh, a lot of mo- more emotions to work with. More of an emotional impact. Uh. No, like, but some of the, my favorite scene from that movie is when, um, is when uh, Drago walks into a Rocky's restaurant and he's sitting at a table alone. And then, and then Rocky just walks up to him. just like, you kidding me? Like you, you of all people. What are you doing here? And then he goes on about this monologue. He's like, I lost everything after that night. And then he was like, he's talking about, I have son, and all he knows is this. Yes. <laughs> and then um, this line, I'll never forget it. He says, my son will break your boy. And I'm just <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> it's on now. It's back on now. Well, he's a legit character in this. Right. And it's awesome because he really he did lose everything. His wife left him after that fight. Right. And the whole country looked on at him. Yeah. It was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was like, like in the, like I think he was in Ukraine. Right. That, that's where he was at. Yeah. And, and he was, um, he was, he was training his kid because his kid also, like his kid was also abandoned by his mother. Right. It's like, and then, and the the reason that Drago trained his kid was so he could get back the trust of Russia. Right. Because we know that Russia is like, they're all shady like that. Uh, yeah. You know, pretty you know, much. Russia, like it's <laughs> like, like the, like the, even though the flag looks different, it's not. Right. So Creed, is Creed 3 where uh, he battles um, Clubber Lang's kid now? <laughs> I would watch that. I would watch it in a heartbeat. Why I'd not? Watch it. Oh Let's no, in a heartbeat, it. I'd watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I, I, oh, yeah. I, I, I know that. Um, let me just go on IMDb uh, real quick. Okay. IMDb.com. Um, I want to see if a Creed three is actually in the works. Well, I see on Wikipedia. I have it up now. It said uh, July twenty, July twenty third, two thousand nineteen, in an interview with Variety. Stallone said that a Rocky sequel and prequel are in development, and um, the the prequel TV uh, the prequel might be a TV series is what they're uh, they're talking um, about. Oh, oh, if there is a um, <clears throat> um, yeah, it's IMDb um, yeah, confirms uh, Creed three is yeah. um, yeah, it, it, it's happening. I mean, why wouldn't it? The, la- the, the last two were pretty su- successful. So. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, dude, you know that anybody will eat these movies up. Yeah. I, I say do it, man. And if it's uh, 
if 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 it is uh, Adonis Creed battling um, Clubber Lang's kid. Oh yeah, I'm I'll in. watch it. I'm in. I'll watch it. I'll immediately watch I'm it. I'm in for sure. Then after that, I don't know who the uh, who he would fight, but <laughs> I if they ended it there, I'd be Although happy. A Rocky prequel would be awesome. Oh yeah, for sure. I uh, I definitely be down with that as well. For sure. So, um, you know, like maybe a that's cool though that you've been watching all the Rockies. That's awesome. Oh yeah, yeah. It's watching all those movies. They're great. That um, They're just fantastic. That's amazing. Um, I don't know if you caught this. Uh, I'm going over the NBA for a second, but uh, did you see how they're doing a like a virtual horse competition? Um. Yeah, I saw that. I'm. I didn't read up on how they're doing it. So I guess uh, they put two guys together. And then they shoot a video of the first guy going, and if he makes it, then the other guy has to shoot a video of himself making the exact same shot. And then, you know, either he sinks it or he doesn't, and you get the letter. Um, yeah, my question was, um, how do they keep it fair? You know, like, how, yeah. do, you, how do you, how are you Probably not? Because you know those guys are going to be able to do as many takes as they want. Right. So it's got to be the first take, but how are you, how are you assured of that? Like, <laughs> how do they, what safeguards are put in place to keep this fair? Yeah, I, that that's not gonna work. And my is not gonna work. The thing I like watching is, uh, I was like, wow, there's a. Uh, I like seeing all the rich, what rich people's driveways look like, or I guess someone probably have basketball courts in their house. I imagine. Um, oh yeah, well uh, yeah, they definitely have basketball courts. They make all that money. They play basketball. Why right. wouldn't they put a court in their backyard? Which I would love. That'd be awesome to have basketball. Can't court. be that much to them. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Keep your skills sharp. It's a. It's a write off. It's a tax write off. This is a work. Wow, experience. really? That's a tax write-off. <laughs> well, yeah, it's relate. It's work-related, right? So they can write that off. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, um, I mean, it sounds fun. It just uh, I don't know as, as as if it's as, as exciting as uh, I haven't watched it. I wonder if it, is anyone doing like crazy like behind the back shots or the one where you throw it where you turn around and you just throw it backwards. Make that shot. Um, I remember I beat my dad in the game of horse doing uh, that. Or I'm the best. It, ba- it was, I think, a half court shot, like nice. behind the back, like this. Nice. It, it, I didn't even expect to make it. I was trying to recreate the scene from The Office, like first try too. Yeah. It was just like catch on the flippity flop, <laughs> and I ended up hitting it. And then I was all like, right. "All right, Dad, man." And I ended up beating my dad in like the most tightly contested game of horse ever good luck my go-to shot was always the uh, the behind the backboard one where you stand behind the backboard oh, my, and you, oh yeah and you rainbow like the, that's in. my shot yeah like if, if you practice it enough also it's it's not really skill it's just getting the angle down it's geometry it is geometry that's but you, know, you, you gotta you know you gotta have the right amount of force like get the angle so comes down like uh right through the and you gotta get kind of get it right through the net though <laughs> so it's not it's not as easy it's not an easy shot either is what I'm saying. Uh, it's not easy, but if you if you go from the right spot and you know the angle, it's not that hard. I put a little spin on the ball, and uh, whoosh, yeah, that's. Uh, well, I guess I played, that's, in, the, I played it, in a, f- a few pickup basketball games. It's like I remember is at a like at a buddy's house. Um, like that I don't really talk to anymore, but um, I remember I was just playing a pickup basketball game with with him and a, and a lot of my other friends um i remember i actually hit the winning shot nice and i must add like a few assists that game too i was really good at passing but i remember i hit this like threading the needle pass oh man where you're just like, going down court and like Broop. 
Oh yeah, I remember it was at I was at my end of the court. I remember I think I caught a rebound. Okay. Nah, I probably traveled. Right. But um, I'm not hey, gonna man, if hold no one, myself if, that. I think I maybe took like two, three steps. If no one calls it, then it's not traveling. <laughs> if no one calls it, no, okay. I, I remember. I remember. I ended up threading the needle in between two guys, and I like caught one of my friends like streaking down like down the the court with nothing but open court ahead of him and i remember he kind of just nailed the the layup nice and i remember i hit the um i hit the winning shot nice (laughs) that's awesome so i I guess i'll keep tabs on this horse competition i thought it was just weird though like eh. Uh, yeah (laughs) just a lot of gotta be some cheating gotta be some cheating Um, anyway um i uh I, I wrote some stuff before um yeah let's before do it. the show for the, you, like for the first time in weeks awesome um, what do you got I'd like to address um the XFL I don't know if you've heard but um, I did Go they're on. not they're not having a season in 2021 yeah uh, just and this isn't like the AAF or the previous XFL where it was a a disaster where, where it fell because of the incompetence of their executives right. It was a victim of circumstance. I I feel bad for them. I know, like, you no, know, I feel so badly for them. Yeah. Oh I, my I, god, I, I I can't believe I'm saying this, but I feel bad for Vince McMahon. Yeah. Did I watch every week? I, I, no, but did I watch a few games? Yeah. And there, I was actually, uh, I was entertained. I thought they had something. Yeah, it was quality football. Yeah. It was quality football. The fans were in the stands. Like there were even a couple stars that were uh, budding out of the yep. league, like PJ Walker. Yep. But PJ Walker, he ended up getting a contract with with a team for a backup spot. But yep. honestly, um, after seeing him, he's good. Uh, PJ Walker could end up being a potential star in the NFL. He has that talent. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, but I, I, I think the thing I really took out of that because I was like, wow, they they really tried. They went for it. And they well, yeah. These guys, it's their last shot. They believed in it. Like, you gotta remember, these are guys that have nothing to lose. Right. They believed in it, and uh, I, I, I mean, at this point, like, I don't want to say that they're cursed per se, but what bad timing, though? Uh, Just uh, yeah. Who could have imagined? Like, I mean, you can't really, like, you know, it's like it was like a, a pandemic, and then let alone a pandemic that started halfway across the planet, right? And it affected every every sport because some idiot decided to eat a raw bat. <laughs> Unfortunately, yes, um, yeah, I feel bad for them. I saw you know tens of millions lost, and um, just as a sports fan, oh yeah, people out of jobs. Yeah, people out of jobs too. As a sports fan, though, I yeah, I wanted to see them succeed. I oh yeah, of I course liked, you want to see them succeed. I I would have loved to have seen them grow into something where. Uh, you know where we had base, uh, we were at football year round, like competitive football year round. I mean, uh, the XFL kind of was served as a minor league to sure. the NFL. Sure, but I mean, there like there, there really is no minor league NFL, so it was kind of even if they were the minor league, like I, that would have been a success. I would I I thought I would have thought. Um, yeah, I mean, the NFL doesn't really do minor league because you don't really need a minor league sure. for football. Yeah. Um, but it, it was kind of fun to see, like developing talent, though. You know, much like uh, you yeah. know, much like the minor leagues in baseball. Like in the MCHL, I'm actually um, 
I'm actually in the minor leagues right now. I'm, I'm I used to be one of the best. And you could take it. You could take it from me and my friends. I, I used to be one of the best. I believe you. Hey, I used to be. I want to. I remember. I think in my second season, I won the Vesna Trophy. Um, I became <laughs> a Stanley Cup champion, and my okay. friend actually gave me his Conn Smythe Trophy. Wow. So um, I consider uh, that mine. Um, I believe I'm the all-time wins leader. Wow. You better make room on that, that virtual mantle then. Oh, yeah. Every single Minecraft server I go on, yeah, every single time I build a house, yes. I, even on the Pixelmon server, I put SHLS4 Vesna Trophy, MCHLS1 Consmite Trophy. I, I always make room for that. I put game bucks from my first win from the Stanley Cup. I remember I I actually put news newspaper headlines. <laughs> you should start signing your autographs like that, like MCHL, uh, like a champion MCHL uh, legend. Yeah, and then put the date on there. I'm not really a legend, but like, I mean, it's pretty legendary. But I have talked to um a few people, um, and considering their standards from who should be let in the Hall of Fame, um, I'm not gonna boast for myself, but they've told me that um. That I'm maybe that I'm probably a Hall of Famer, right? I. But uh, anyways, I'm not going to flaunt um, about myself. I'm going <laughs> to. Anyways, back to um stuff that I wrote. Um, yes, what else I'm going to talk about some Giants draft rumors because oh, believe man. it or okay, not, we actually we have something going on in sports. Here we go. Um, next uh, Thursday, the NFL draft, where Roger Goodell is going to be announcing the picks from his basement. Yes. And um, I'd like to address some rumors that the Giants are involved in. I didn't write them down here, but I know um, some guys that um, guys that I'm hearing are Isaiah Simmons, uh, uh, I gotta go to my um, some guys like Isaiah Simmons, um, uh, Derek. Brown, although um, a Brown, story a update lineman. from one of my from Auburn, but from one of my guys on Instagram, um, from it was like unnamed NFL source, not even a not even a verified source. You know, I'm not even going to trust him. Does Derek Brown is not in play as okay. the pick for the New York Giants? Um, I think you know I've heard um like if Okuda slips to four, which I doubt he's going to slip there. Um, I, I, the Giants yeah. might end up taking him, right? Um, offensive tackle. Um, the the big players. Uh, Beckton. Um, the big players. I'm hearing. Um, I'm hearing about. Uh, oh God, my my mom just texted me. I'm sorry. Um. Oh no, no problem. <laughs> You're still alive. Yeah. Yeah. There's a. There, I think there's a. There's a. They're 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 running mock drafts all week. So. <laughs> Um, I'm hearing uh, Isaiah Simmons. Uh, yeah, as as stated before, um, offensive tackle, uh, right. defensive lineman. Um, those are the main uh, positions I'm hearing. Which don't get me wrong, I am thrilled to hear that those are the three main positions that they want to address at number four yeah. or whatever their whatever pick they may actually trade back to. Which um, I'm seeing a lot of Giants fans saying, "Oh, they should trade back." Meanwhile, um, I'm on the Simmons bandwagon. Okay. I'm a very big fan of the Giants taking Isaiah Simmons. Right. And the uh, thing is, Isaiah Simmons is what we call a transcendent talent at linebacker. 
And I don't know if you recall the last time the Giants actually had a pro bowler at that position since Jesse Armstead. <laughs> um, as you know, I'm last on the Giants in like, 2000, like 2001. Um, and they haven't had a... Like, yeah, like the, the last good giant linebacker was Jesse Armstead. Yeah, that's 20 and Don't give me Antonio Pierce. Antonio Pierce was <laughs> solid. He was not good. He was not great. Right, solid, he was though. solid. Okay. It's just our standards at linebacker make us think that Antonio Pierce is goaded as hell. Right. But my, <clears throat> my great giant linebackers for me growing up, other than Antonio Pierce, were Michael Bully. Chase Blackburn, John Beeson for the whole year that he wasn't injured, uh, Jonathan Casillas, and Alec Ogletree. Those, uh, those guys were decent at best. They were below average among the course of the league. But as me, as a Giants fan, I revere them. Right. And even then, Alec Ogletree, who had five picks in 2018, ended up sucking so bad that he had to end up getting cut. Right. I, I honestly, when was the last time the Giants, like, and honestly, as a Giants fan that grew up in the 2000s, I don't have a right to complain about them taking an offensive tackle. But when was the last time the Giants had a truly great linebacker? It's been a long when? time. Like, tell me when. It's been a long when? time. Carl Banks, <laughs> like Carl Banks, Pepper Johnson, Jesse Armstead, maybe. Now you're just throwing out names. No, no, they they were they were great linebackers, right. and they were the last. Right, they were the last good giant linebackers. Mike, can you? But honestly, Isaiah Simmons is giving the Giants an opportunity to take someone that they have not had in two. I shit you not decades. Yeah, two decades. Is it two thousand one? Decades. Right? Yeah. Back before I was even a thought. <laughs> I wasn't even <sighs> right. Yeah, yeah. You are. Uh, you were not in existence yet. I wasn't even. I don't think I was even. I was even a sperm cell at that point. I don't even think. Um, no. I was. Like, the think about it. Carl Banks when he retired, like ninety by ninety five, ninety six. I think. Don't hold me to that. But think about it. Two decades. Two. Two decades, the Giants have not had a linebacker. Yeah. Like the who? Antonio Pierce? Maybe. Maybe Antonio Pierce. Right. Maybe Jonathan Casillas. Maybe Alec Ogletree. But other than that, you're rolling snake eyes, man. I'm sorry. The Giants have not had that much. But Simmons is the kind of player that will elevate a defense. He is the kind of player. He is a Swiss Army knife on steroids. <laughs> but remember how well... Remember how well the 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 Colts did after they after they uh, drafted Darius Leonard, linebacker, elevated the whole defense. Right. The Carolina Panthers. Why were they such a threat on defense? Luke Keekley. Not every single every single good defense has had at least like a couple great linebackers. They elevate a defense. Right. Those are the kind of people. They're the quarterbacks of the defense. Okay, um, hear me out we'll, here. Um, you we'll, know how the Cleveland Browns have been at quarterback for the last 30 years? <laughs> uh, yes, I do. 
They are that's the Giants when it comes to linebackers. Yeah. Okay. So we'll, think about it. Think about it. Think about it. Name one. One. I can't. I can't even. But before, but before the show today, before the show, name one in the last twenty years. Yeah, I can't. That you can name off the top of your head. I can't. I no, no one that I can honestly say, say would measure up. But my question is: Will will there be will 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 somebody be rolling a camera on you next next week as the Giants um, make that? I'm going to be rolling a camera on me. I'm trying to. Yeah, we should do the show. <laughs> like we oh, should yeah, do we a could. live stream with okay. me with me reacting to the picks. I would love that. Okay, yeah, we should. We should. We should. Uh, we could. We could probably. Stay yeah, through. I got my cable box working again. All right, good. And um, yeah, uh, yeah, I want to see your reaction, but um, oh, so oh we, no. Like I, I'm saying, who they should take? I'm thinking they should take Simmons or okay. an offensive tackle. Okay, like you know who I think they're gonna take? Who's that? And you're gonna call me crazy for saying this? Okay, but Derek Brown out of Auburn, defensive I, tackle. I think that, that's who I have them taking. Okay, and you know why I think they're gonna take him? Why is that? Because Dave Gellerman loves fat ass defensive tackles <laughs> who okay. can't rush the passer. He okay. loves them, and. I've heard his name in a little bit of rumors, and I'm sitting there. I'm like, "Up, oh, hog mollies, here we go." And and you, I know you're thinking, Cameron, this doesn't make any logical sense. Why would the Giants do this? And exactly, that's my point. That's why that's they're going to do it because it makes absolutely no sense. And if you remember, you remember on the show, I was the guy who called them taking Daniel Jones. Right. I. Called it. You and, could go back. Nope, I remember. We watched the tape from a year ago. I remember. I called and, them taking Daniel Jones. And they did. I said that they should have taken Devin Wire, Josh Allen. I said they were going to take Daniel they Jones. They did. And I saw Everybody called me out. insane. Everybody said the Giants weren't going to reach that far. They're <laughs> stupid, but not that stupid. Guess what? They ended up doing it. And even though Daniel Jones just kind of panned out, that's proving my point that at the time it was stupid. And I, again, they're going to make a really stupid pick because because Mahog Molly, because I don't know. But it's just a, a bunch of smoke screens. You know, offensive tackle Isaiah Simmons, I think they should go at those positions. All the rumors I'm hearing about them, I think they should. They absolutely should. Right. Linebacker and offensive tackle have been a need since I've been alive. But ever since I've been on this planet, I've spent my entire life, man. I'm telling you, man, screaming from the mountaintop for a proper offensive line. <laughs> I have spent my entire life screaming from a mountaintop for a good linebacker. I have spent my entire life on this show screaming for both of those things. And you know what? It would make too much sense if they took any one of them. Because you know what? They're going to take Derek Brown. Book it. I'm saving this. Okay. You know, I'm going to save this as a 30-second clip. You know what? That's happening. Derek Brown at fourth overall of the Giants. Book it. Call me crazy. It's happening. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. You'll be hearing it over and over. So... I, <laughs> I I really yep, yep. don't I really don't know what to say to that. I <laughs> I know you're probably going to be right, unfortunately, and I don't. Oh yeah, I, don't. I know I'm going to be right. Yeah. Oh man. I, I say it's a lot. Am I wrong? 
Now, but speaking of the draft, so they're not doing it in a big room this year. They're not going to be, you know, because of the it's virus. It's not going to be in Vegas. Um, it's not going to be at Caesars Palace. Right. It's all going to be done, uh, you know, uh, remotely via the Internet. Um, yeah. I'm reading the big worry is, and you know how unreliable Internet connections can be. You've, you're a gamer. Um, we, we've, oh, used, oh, yeah. we've used the Internet. I, I hate lag. What, what happens if there's a lag? What happens if the connection drops? What if... Uh, what if Miami's drafting, or the Giants are drafting, and the clock is ticking, and they're like, uh, uh, and the screen freezes or something? What? Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> what? What contingency plans do they have? That's what I, I'm a little bit afraid of that. Although I'm sure the worry, the worry I've heard yes, on is. social media is that teams are going to hack their Zoom calls. Yeah, there's that too. <laughs> and you know, Bill Belichick is just like is reading those headlines. Like, yes, <laughs> yeah, yes. It's yeah. like. You got me thinking. Right. How do we make sure the Russians don't hack the uh, hack into the NFL draft? <laughs> How do we are we assured of this? I'm. I guess. I. I guess we hope for the best, right? <laughs> uh, yep. I. But I don't know what kind of backup plans they have for anything in case this happens. And and it might. It'd be like, are are you there, Dolphins? Hello. What you picking? <laughs> the clock. Yeah. And this is all time based, and you know, there's a clock, and <laughs> yeah. It could, uh, or um, or you know, uh, I don't know if you've ever drafted in fantasy, like fantasy football. There's the clock, and if you don't draft, uh, there's they do the auto pick. What if they is that oh is that how they God. do it? You get the auto pick. <laughs> auto pick. <laughs> you get the auto pick. It's a fantasy football draft. Yeah, it, it's, they're just gonna run it on NFL fantasy. <laughs> basically, that's what this is, though. It's on the internet. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a fantasy draft. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I swear to God, get me in that war room. Oh, fix up this team like that. Right. Boom. Like um, uh, two years, two years maximum, two year contingency plan. Super Bowl. Bang. Well, that's the other thing. Uh, the team's front offices. I don't know what the plan is. They can't. They shouldn't be together in one room. They've got to communicate. Well, yeah, yeah, they're going to be in well. the call. They'll be in the call. Yeah, but they're all separate. You know, what if one guy drops out? What if? Yeah. What? I, I mean, there are so many things that could go wrong. I'm just thinking worst case. I think it would be fun. get their kids on. Yeah, kids probably know about modern football. Known they. Oh yeah, for sure. And they, uh, yeah, they know about. Yeah, well, I hope everybody has like, uh, you know, like gigabit, like hardwired Ethernet connections. And uh, I'm pretty sure the NFL has a, has a plan for that. Yeah, for sure. I'm pretty sure they do. For sure. I um. I don't know if you want to take this on as a topic for next week, but uh, I, I saw a thing on, I think it was on Deadspin, where they were they were rating the best sports logos ever. And uh, I don't know if you want to pick out maybe your top five and we could pit them head-to-head against each other. Um, Sports what now? I'm logos, sports logos. Uh, sports logos, I don't care that much about logos. Oh, you don't? Okay. All right. We could do uniforms. Uniforms. Let's do uniforms. Uh, okay. uh, yeah, uniforms would be great. Okay, of any sport, all sports? <laughs> Um, yeah, let's do it. Let's, yeah, yeah, why not? Right? Okay. Uh, yeah, maybe. All right. Yeah, Deadspin had a logo challenge, and um, I don't. Do you want to know the overall winner? Do you want to guess the um, overall winner? This is every um, sport. I'm hockey. gonna guess it was some really bad uniform. I'll give that you. For some reason, I'll give you a hint. Generation the, love. I'll give you a hint. It came down to two teams that don't exist anymore. One uh, San Diego Chargers powder blue. Uh, I'm talking like just logos, but um. And I'll give you another hint. One, one, it came down. One was hockey, and one's baseball. Those were the Colorado final two. Rockies. Uh, um, um, NHL Colorado Rockies. That's a good one. Who became 
the Devils. Uh, yeah. So hockey, it came down to the Hartford Whalers was one of them. <laughs> and the base, can you guess the baseball one is a team that doesn't exist anymore? The Seattle Pilots. Uh, not that far back, but uh, they it, it got whittled down to the Montreal Expos. Oh, the Montreal Expos. Yes. Mm. And, of course, the Whalers I mean, won, because the Whal- Hartford Whalers logo is one of the best logos ever designed, in my opinion. Oh, they have the best goal song ever. Oh, yeah, for sure. Brass Bonanza. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Brass Bonanza. Um, although, I got to go, best logo, in my opinion, is the Milwa- the old Milwaukee Brewers logo, mm-hmm. where it looks like the baseball mitt with the M and the B. To and me, you that's know I'm biased that, when it comes to baseball logos. Come on, man! The NY, the Yankees. I know. Well, they come used, on. That's classic. They, um, the logo they used for the Yankees was the baseball bat and the uh, the Uncle Sam hat. That that version of the logo. Oh, that 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 logo is awesome. As I well. agree with you. They put it against. So they were first round. They were put against the St. Louis Cardinals logo, and the Cardinals logo won out somehow. How the hell? People just hate the Yankees. Probably, yeah. yeah. Yeah, people just hate the Yankees, man. Yeah, the uh, the Orioles logo made it to the uh, the the big the big eight. They uh, they lost on the. F- they <laughs> My lost- contact photo for you is a sad Orioles is logo. It, <laughs> is it crying? <laughs> <clears throat> no, I'm not. It, That's funny. It, so somehow the no, it's just this. It's this. I got black. Oh, the cart. Yeah, the cartoon bird. Oh yeah, yeah the cartoon bird. <laughs> the, the sad face. Yeah. That's all oh, right. <laughs> The cartoon birds one of my favorite logos as well. It lo- it lost out somehow to the Toronto Blue Jays. Which, Are you? Yeah, which is, which is uh, awful. That, that logo is kind of nice. So yeah. come on. All right, I'll uh, I'll go through all the sports uniforms. I'll pick up my top five for next week. Jeez, for sure. Um. Anyway, um. On the topic of baseball, yes. I just wanted to. What do you got? I I just wanted to bring up something. Um. I remember seeing on. Uh, an Instagram story like an hour before I did this. Um, a post about Alex Rodri- Alex Rodriguez um, from MLB.com, okay. I think. It was Alex Rodriguez was ranked um, the best third baseman in Yankee history. Okay. Okay, now I will tell you why this is bullshit. One, he did steroids. His entire career is meaningless. Okay, that, that should be enough. That okay, should be enough. But, Those five but, seconds, they are dead. But I okay. don't want to talk about the Yankee fan base that blindly defends this guy. Right. And how hypocritical they are, especially after the whole Astros thing. Okay. Um, I remember I ended up talking with a, with a guy on, on Insta who I've known for a long time. Um, I'm 16 to 1 police. You can follow him. Um, he's one of those Red Sox hate pages that yeah. that kind of loses his brain cells sometimes. But he's a good dude. Um, basically, uh, my my whole point about this uh, this whole thing with, with the Yankees because they say that A Rod only cheated for a few years because <laughs> it was the only concrete uh, proven case uh, I don't of believe, him cheating. I don't believe that for a second. And everything he did in the Bronx was legit. I don't believe that for a second. Um, yeah, exactly. And um, that that's exactly my point. Um, they have uh, assaulted the Astros this offseason, which they absolutely deserve. Sure. Um, it, like, the Astros make A-Rod look like a choir boy. Um, even then, my my wacky cousin somehow ended up being an altar boy, so the standards of that are thrown out the window. Sure. So, um, 
uh, uh, these Yankee fans say that um, Alex Rodriguez is a credible player in Yankee history and he should be a Hall of Famer and the best third baseman in Yankee history. He's thrown into Monument Park is because he, he only cheated for a few years. And this logic would kind of make sense until the whole Astros scandal came out when they started saying that the Astros should have been revoked for 2018, 2019, which they absolutely should. Sure. Because I don't care what anybody says, they cheated. Right. They cheated there, too. Outright, yes. Um, so I, I remember I talked to him like, um, so like, do you believe that the Astros cheated in 2018, 2019, even though it was only proven in 2017, you said yes. I'm like, well, then why? Why do you think A Rod? Then why do you think A Rod is such a great player when it was only? Then why are you defending A Rod of all people for for uh, uh, doping and juicing and having a pile of needles in his locker when um because oh he only did in Texas and I'm just. I'm I'm just sitting there. It's like, are you kidding me? Right. Like, but your logic when it comes to the Astros directly contradicts your logic when it comes to A Rod. And I'm not and I'm not uh, innocent in this either. I have contradicted my own logic so many times on this show. I, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm stupid. I'm an idiot. No, it's called, be, be it's called being a sports fan. It's okay. No, yeah, I'm, like exactly. I'm being a sports fan. But when these people are. But you're contradicting your own logic. Your logic doesn't fit. Okay, it's either the Astros only cheated in 2017, they beat us in 2019 fair and square, which I know no Yankee fan will ever admit. Right. Because Yankee fans hate um, admitting their own team responsible for losing. Like, they hate not blaming our things. Um, Or it's that A-Rod... Um, is a false Yankee icon, which in my opinion, he is. If he ever gets thrown into Monument Park, I will be at that game with a protest sign booing the hell out uh, of him. You won't be alone. So with that being said, who do you think is the greatest Yankee third baseman of all time? Um, I can't. I'll, 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 look them, I'll look them up. Okay. Well... I have um, a I have Yankee a rank third baseman. I have a ranking here from uh, a blog called Hated Yankees. Uh, they have Greg Nettles as number two. Um, yeah, Greg Greg Nettles. Um, but you know, you if you threw in Wade Boggs, I uh, you know I couldn't. Uh, Brocious. Scott Brocious is number five. Wade Boggs is number four, and Red mm-hmm. Rolf is number three. Uh, Are we looking at the same article? I don't know. We might be. Oh, my God. Hated Yankees. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Oh, my God. Yeah, we're looking at the same one. (laughs) That's the first one that came up. So, But, uh, yeah, Greg Dettles, gold gloves, good offense. Um, Like A-Rod didn't. Yeah, Greg Nettles. He didn't didn't dope. Didn't dope. Yeah, it was too early for that, in my opinion. So... (laughs) Um. Yeah, for sure. I'll yeah, I'll agree with. I I'll, I'll, I'll definitely take a right out of the running for for many reasons, but and not 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 one of which is my own personal bias. But you know, like, but uh, yeah. I mean, he got caught. He got caught. Um. Yeah. And according to Yankee fans' logic, if you get caught once, you get caught for your entire yeah, career. Yeah. Exactly. No, I I totally so definitely that- agree with that. 
is my thing on Yankee fans. Right. And believe me, like, you know how I feel about Yankee fans. I can't stand them. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, like, even though I am a Yankee fan, look at that. Look at that bag in the, like, on my, on my nightstand right there. I see it. Um, I'm a Yankee fan, but I hate Yankee fans. Right. I hate them. I stand them. Well, and uh, well, at least we have one thing in common. So, <laughs> no, I cannot. I love the Yankees, but I hate their fans. At least you have one thing in common. Hate them. That's hate awesome. Them. Cool. All well, right. I, I have gotten called a fake fan by so many of them. Oh, well, that's one thing. No, no, not because of the show. They don't listen to the show. Right, but that's one thing that um, Yankee fans love to that I make on social media. Is isn't that like but, one of like, the? It's one of the things Yankee fans well, like. Love even to when do. I said I was banned. From from the Yankee Discord server, not kicked, banned in 2018 for saying that the Red Sox were gonna beat, were gonna win the division and then beat us in the ALDS. Right, I was banned. Shit, you're not banned. That's sad. But and Reddit, not, that's all our story. That's sad, but not like not screw Yankee Reddit. <laughs> Which which is a very close second to Devil's Reddit for the worst oh, subreddit right. in sports. I um I'm not surprised. But I was banned for speaking, which later became the truth. So funny. It's like if anybody is listening to this on the Yankee Discord server, I just want to know. Um, I may not hate you personally, but I hate the server. Right. That's pretty. Funny. I I hate a good chunk of the people on that server who uh, dehumanized me as a fan. Sure. And um, pretty much <laughs> took my opinion out of the running because it because it was any other literally in this Yankee family, it's literally any other opinion, any other opinion other than we're winning 28 this year. We're winning the World Series. <laughs> we're monkeys like they're, they're monkeys. That's what they are. They're a bunch of monkeys. <laughs> they're Yankee fans. <sighs> Again, I'm glad we have something in common, but <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, like, there's. I can hear stories from like tight the Tennessee Titans Discord server. I'm like, hey, at least they didn't, at least they didn't ban you for saying that we were right. going to get knocked for, out for, in the LDS for expressing a valid opinion. But like for expressing a valid opinion, which turned out to be true. Right. Exactly. But I said in 2019, I said, um, but like before the season, I'm like, dude. We're not beating Houston. Everybody's like, screw you. We're beating Houston. You're a fake fan. Right. I'm like, dude, just my, I just don't believe we have the pitching. <laughs> and then sure enough, there it is. Like, even though, even though I'm uh, the, even though they cheated and we got screwed at the time I was correct. Yeah. Even though they got absolutely screwed. But I've already had a, I've already beaten that horse to I've already beaten that dead horse to death yeah, at this we, point. Hey, we can keep beating it, but that's why you should listen to Cameron Woolley's show because every so often, or maybe more often than not, Cameron Woolley is right. Um, and you can't ban yourself from your own show. So, yeah, yeah, I was I'm not banning myself from my own show. <laughs> you got anything else? Um, no, I think we're good. Awesome, that was fun. Well, I'm glad to, yeah, I'm that was great. Glad you're doing well, and uh, yeah, I yeah, mean, you too, man. Yeah, and there's a uh, there's uh, a lot to talk about, even though there's not sports. We we can rant about anything. Oh yeah. So cool. All right, wrap it up, my friend. All right, from Ming Chen and what has become the Shared Universe Podcast Studio. <laughs> I'm Cameron Woolley. Stay safe. Stay classy, New Jersey.